No, after a second look, he's not winning a game. I'm sorry. But my team's bad too. Kamara gets it and right up the gut. He is gone. Touchdown. Gotta be the shoes. September 16, 2019, a letter showed up to Commissioner Ben Berger's personal address. Camara cuts up field and touchdown. Saints. I, I just want to be in there. Are you children seated? Gather around. It's Uncle Dusty story time. Camara again. How about four? Touchdown. Ladies Saints. and gentlemen, we have Pat Mahomes laying on the field. <laughs> Looking for five. He's got it. Touchdown. The inches we need. Mara in a tailback. He's got five rushing touchdowns. And now six. Time for the most all time. The Hall of Famer Ernie Nevers, the only other in NFL history to do it, and that happened in 1929. Alvin Kamara with six. What are you going to do? This is a wild game of survival. Esteemed gentlemen and Patrick. Welcome to 2020. This is the Administration Podcast. This is wild game of survival. All right, boys, welcome back. The cast is here. We uh, had a cast uh, a couple weeks before the end of the season, but now we're going to talk about the offseason, the best part of the, the dynasty season. We get to look at our rosters, dissect our rosters. Some of us take a step away from the game, take out the golf clubs. Other of us deep dive into combine numbers, and somehow it all comes out in the wash uh, when we start the season. But uh, what are you looking forward to most heading into this offseason, Bill? Uh, for me, it's and uh, Cloud9 Football Club. It's a new season, new opportunity. Got to right the ship, get the train back on the tracks. That's what I'm looking forward to the most. Well, and we know you're just on the outskirts looking there, and no doubt you'll be back here with a couple of moves in the offseason. Brian, what about you? What are you most looking forward to this year? Yeah, you know, I, I always love looking at Twitter, new articles. Um, I think new life in, in 2021 for everyone is just so fun to think about. The draft, I'm also um, going to be a part of the second round this year. I wasn't really much uh, in the draft last year at all, so I'm looking forward to making a couple of picks in the first couple of rounds. I lost my first round pick, but I, I'm really looking forward to uh, bolstering some rookies on my team this year. I only had a fifth round pick last year, so I, I'm uh, keen on to getting to know some rookies, and uh, I know we'll dive into that here soon too, but uh, certainly looking forward to the draft. Yeah, you know, the draft is is really important. I also, I'm anxious to see what picks are going to be traded and what moves are going to be made because we know rosters are going to be shaken up over the offseason. And as we enter in here, there's pretty much a clear, there seemed to be at the end, towards the end of the year, a clear divide between uh, or lack of movement because there were those teams entrenched with win now. And then Port had an early lead on the rebuild and, and there was slim pickings if you wanted to try and 
break down your roster and rebuild. And I wonder where it leaves teams like uh, the Godfather or uh, Pelicans, you know, are they halfway between a rebuild or are, are those, you know, what are they going to emerge with a quick turnaround kind of like Phil did? Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to watch what happens over the offseason. I know, you know Nine Lives is probably cooking up deals as we speak, but no one's really made any movement. I know uh, once, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, there's no combine this year. Is that accurate? Or is that taking place? I don't know if I misread that somewhere. By the looks know. of your faces, I, had, I know our I listeners can't that. see you, but uh, <laughs> I think it totally could be a dusty fact. I may have misread a tweet, but... Um, Maybe there, maybe there is a combine, but I I know once that kind of hits off, like that'll spark some conversation. But our league kind of hibernates a little, a little bit after the Super Bowl. I I do. No, there was some combine news either yesterday or the day before, but I didn't look into it too much. Um, Was there one last year? Yeah, or did they just do pro days? Like, I totally forget. Because combine. Was amidst Corona, I think. I believe yeah. they had the combine last year, but okay. I, it does say great radio as always. Um, that five days ago they were saying it was up in the air, so okay. maybe. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. I wonder, like, if if there is no combine, how things shake out, and that may make the the rookie draft even more enticing. Though I, you know, I don't like to base everything on a forty yard dash or reps on a bench press but um it does help you kind of gauge where where they're at physically too so i think it'll be interesting there's going to be a lot of um uh i think interesting picks just not knowing a, a lot about these college players coming up with uh the covid world and how many games have been played and just what's going on in the world so i'm looking forward to it yeah we definitely know you don't like value the combine and stuff see judy jerry How'd he do this year? Bad knees. Although, Ryan, <laughs> I will say this, and I think Bill would agree with me. It's about time you take your victory lap on David Montgomery. Hey, you know, I've been touting it. I will tout it until the day I die. He may not hit RB1, and correct me if I'm wrong, I believe he was like RB7 somewhere um, in those ranks, but hell yeah, let's go. You're on Matt Nagy's offense in your top 10 running back? Give me some cred here. <laughs> A year um, late, a year or two late, but that's all right. You know what I'm most looking forward to, though, after all this? Looking back at the pod, two years ago, we the pod arose from the ashes. We had 16 episodes in 2019. We wow. didn't miss a week of uh, the regular season or playoffs. And then the next year kicked it off. We started, we re-upped in January, just like this year, but a week or two later, and we put in 22 episodes last year. Wow. My my hope for the pod is that we get to 26, maybe we crescendo above 30, get over half the weeks of the year with an admin pod. I, I will. Pretty good in the off season. I think that's a great resolution, Bill, and I actually think we found our stride in the off season without football topics, and then it carried that momentum into the uh, year, and We've kind of pseudo adopted Uncle Dusty as a he's been a regular around the studio and, and he's added a nice segment. If we can get Port out from under the uh, shackles of the newborn to get Port's game back in here, I feel like Port's game has unlimited possibilities and you know there's a lot out there. And 
I, I don't want to get negative here, but there's a fair amount of wags that refuse to come on the show. I was going to say, we still have some outlying guests that need to come on. Uh, we, we each had our parents on. on here for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we do mirror the NFL quite well and we're, you know, we have to recycle people, right? We're, we're starting to think and double dipping into the, the wags a little bit, just like the coaching pool. So this is a call out. If your wife or significant other hasn't joined us yet, you, you got to give them the nudge, text us, let us know. Let's, let's get them on here. Don't be coy over there. I, I was going to say, besides uh, the old ball coach being as salty as I've seen him in a while, Maybe losing three in a row to miss the playoffs still weighs on him. But uh, I would love to get Becca back on here. That is some of the funniest content we had on all year. I think Becca on here is great. We had we we only scratched the surface with her craftsmanship. I I think that um, I froze. I stopped my train of thought and I wanted you guys to think I actually froze. Oh, you! I totally thought you did. I was like, oh, shoot. At, I lost it. At Built by Beck Designs. At Built That's by Beck good. Designs is so good. I, don't, I could, yeah, we could host a podcast. I'd listen to her just tell me how to make a wooden table, you know, like I've heard some some amazing things. I uh, This is just uh, something I want to share on the, the cast. I'm unsure if you guys are aware, but I haven't been on the gram in a good, I don't know, four, five, six months possibly. I uh, took advice from Nine Lives. I've cut that out of my life. What has that done for you? I don't know that it's done a whole lot, but um, <laughs> I, it may have, like just reroute me to Twitter a little bit more. So I don't know, but um, I just like to tout that sometimes like I'm off Facebook, off the gram. So don't really know what people are doing, but Britt updates me from time to time. I've heard Becca's craftsmanship is pretty awesome. So it's more or less so you can put it on your resume, but it really hasn't impacted the day to day. Yeah, it's just like a. Hey, that's not true, dude. I see the uh, Roadrunner walks on the gram every day. That's true. So uh, only for work purposes, you know, personal life, I exclude myself from from that behavior. No, that's fair. That's fair game. Um, All right. When we come back from the break, uh, hopefully I don't have any more seizures. But uh, when we come back from the break, I want to hear what your guys' personal resolutions are. And then we're going to jump into resolutions of each team heading into 2021. Well, somehow it's uh, January 14th. You, uh, For those of you who have joined gyms in your head like every other year, you've now canceled your gym memberships, you're back on the couch, you're uploading your favorite Netflix or Apple TV show, 
but we're still here and uh it's time for new year's resolutions guys i want to hear are there any for you guys personally before we get into the fantasy football world oh gosh um you know one of the things you know it's tough to set a resolution because like you said people are by the second week just kind of done with it so um just trying to simplify things. So one of my word for, for the year um, starting in September was just to simplify. So um, just trying to continue to do that in this crazy world, things, uh, you know, mount up and it's just important to kind of take things one day at a time, one step at a time. So that's, that's kind of what I'm doing, not necessarily a resolution. I've got it actually on my computer right now. I know that's kind of a burger tradition, picking a word um, and that's stuck with me. And then I've also instilled that in our, school at our school too so I, I've put that on my computer and just trying each day just to like make things a little simpler for myself and for others so not a not a, a, a resolution but uh more so just a mindset if you will I love that I, yeah I think the words a lot better to adhere to because you can kind of stay aligned to it versus yeah the gym membership dying out uh, my word this year was focus because I found that uh working remotely especially I would uh, ping pong around. Like if I was like working on something and a new email came, I would just like do the email or if I phone, my phone buzzed, I would like immediately stop to look at the text. So I'm like trying to focus on whatever I'm at. And like, you know, personally, you could just say like focus on the quality time with your significant other or focus. The one practice that I started that I'm trying to keep up all year is a like a like a journaling the book to bookend the morning and night so in the morning I write three when I first get up I write three three goals for that day and then at the night I write three things that I was like thankful for and so I'm I've kept it every day and it's it's been a good good thing to to kind of just look at and a quick exercise to kind of focus and and reflect that's it I just have your normal <laughs> resolutions here. I love that. Though. I do love that, though. I uh, I feel a little ashamed that I didn't go first here. <laughs> um. So I think I don't know how many years ago it was like three years ago. Lou decided that one of her New Year's resolutions was to cook more and like learn how to cook more. And since she like it's carried over for years now, where she just she's picked it up easily. She has a ton of recipes under her belt, and I feel like. I also want to have like my own repertoire of it. So I'd like to get like, not that I don't cook now, but I only do certain things. Typically I'd like to get it to where it's like 50, 50 who makes dinner at night. Not because not just a share, but like for meals that she would enjoy. Do you like cooking though? I do. I do. I just, uh, it's sort of become like a divide because like it's so easy for her and she likes doing it kind of. Yeah. Um, I have three books on my bedside dresser right now, and my goal is to, as part of, as an extension of being uh, sort of unattached to this satanizing device here, <laughs> um, I am, I'm, I want to read just a book a month, just a new book, something I haven't read, dive in, uh, explore that side of creativity for myself. Uh, so that's a big goal, because I, I feel like I've fallen off that train a little bit. And, that's um, such a good one, dude. That's, that's really such a good, that's a, dude. Yeah, you're bringing the heat right now. You got like multiple though. You're going after a third one right now. So let's well, get, let's my last it. one, I have a couple things to do professionally. <laughs> I need to uh, pass a certification exam, just a like a extra certification now, 
And then uh, I'm going to figure out going back to school or not, what I'm going to do next. So that's on the docket. That's so good. Hey, here's a, here's an idea that we should do. I love your resolution for how many casts we should have. And we can open this up to the league. There's no reason we shouldn't have book studies going. Like we have enough common things that we talk about or like uh, if, if, if someone finds a good read or something they're interested in, throwing a title out, I'd hop on on that and – it's good. I always love reading the same stuff, and a lot of I feel like there's a lot of back channels where guys have recommended books to each other and tossed it around. So that's something we should look into. I have either of you heard of uh, Pappy Land? No, no. It's like apparently I haven't started reading it yet. It's one of the three books. It's about this like really fancy bourbon apparently that's based on. Oh, Pappy Van Winkle. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's based on the bourbon and like the story behind it as a way of exploring his relationship with his dad, but it's like about his relationship with his parents essentially. And I've heard it's, um, it's by Wright Thompson and I've heard it's just unbelievable. And if it's good, I was thinking about passing it. That was like one of the things I was thinking was this would be probably something that everyone would love. That's like, awesome. Right. Just send, send Dude, right. To one person, someone else sends it on to someone else. See, I think that'd be a cool tradition to start, you know, like write a little note, like, Hey, this helped me with this. Or, you know, I thought that that's such a cool idea. I love, I love if you could uh, start that off. Niner. No, that'd be better. Yeah. That'd be better than reading it at the same time. Right. Thompson's such a good writer. And also bill, I killed your tradition of that. I mailed that thing to Lang and that just died off of the honeymoon journal. Remember that? Oh, wow. yeah. Langer tried to know that existed. It, it, it puttered out between Langer and I. Yeah, Bill did this great idea where him and Lou journaled their trip up the West Coast, and it was going to be every league member was going to be able to journal their honeymoon. And oh. I, I journaled in Iceland, and I forgot to send it to Lang till forever, and then it just disappeared. I wish our listeners could see Bill's face right now because <laughs> just- that's a- Surprise, disgust, written all over it right now. Well, like, surprise because I genuinely forgot we did that. But a little disgust because what a great idea. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Just to read yours. I would have loved to read no, yours. Hey, then we could read Bill, the comeback story. you got to start it with Pappy Land. I think that's a wonderful idea. And I think I, if anyone has a good book in the league, like, we should just – how cool would it be like to just have, have a, in a U.S. postal mail a book from your buddy that, like, they thought you'd enjoy it? All right, well, let me bring it back. We talked personal New Year's resolutions, but it's about time we bring in our friend and 2021 co-host, Justin Thorrington. Welcome back to the pod. God, I haven't been called Justin Thorrington in a while from anyone in this league. It's either Dusty or Ratman. (laughs) (laughs) 
a little bounce in the pants. Yeah, a little bit. That uncomfortable gift that Tommy sent, man. <laughs> How you guys well, doing? Welcome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Love you guys here. really fall apart without me like being the glue here. Yeah, exactly. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> so, Dust, do you have any uh, overwhelming uh, New Year's resolutions for us personally? You know, Alex and I sat down and we um, did a little exercise and we didn't actually do resolutions. We did intentions. So, like, we, we just talked through some personal intentions that we have personally for the year, intentions that we have related to our health, our career recreation our home and our family so it was cool it was different than thinking about a resolution because resolutions i don't know how long do they last because you forget about them after a few weeks but if you think about if you want to be intentional about what you do uh i don't know it's just a different way to think about it which i appreciate it so my my three overwhelming or overarching areas were self-care presence and uh and just being intentional in what i do there you go Good stuff, Dust. I like it. Thanks, man. You know, I, I'm not going to lie, Bill. I know you're kind of running this, and we're, we're, we're moving this seg- to, to this resolution segment, but uh, I'm struggling without the Google Meet. So I'm going to do my best to bring a, an energy and uh, a level of enthusiasm to this, but I, I got to admit it's tough not seeing your faces, but I, I'm going to rock and roll with this, so don't you worry. Wow. Well, BK, why don't you rock and roll us right into the Albert division and tell us – what do you think the Berg's New Year's resolution should be? Yeah, you know, um, I think the, the Berg's had a strong team. They, they definitely had an opportunity to um, seize the Momo. And, you know, injury bug caught him. So I think the, the resolution for him is certainly um, staying healthy in 2021. And that will certainly bode well for him and his running backs, too. You know, he lost a few folks down the, down the stretch. In particular, Saquon Barkley early on in the, the season really killed him. George Kittle goes down. So I think if this team um, can really stay healthy in the, the 2021 season, he's, uh, he's, a, he's a dangerous contender once again. So I, I think uh, that, that's the resolution, stay healthy and, and stay ready. Hey, BK, before we move to the next one, I just got to let you know, dude, I love your energy right now. I'm not even kidding. Your energy's great. <laughs> you don't need Google Meet, man. Be yourself. All right, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to fire through? Like I, I, I am. I mean, en- energy was like six out of ten. Oh, juice. Okay, I can juice it up if we want to scoot to another division, and I can hype myself up for the next one. <laughs> well, dust. Why you here? Why are you-, <laughs> you want me to take a? You want me to give my Packard resolutions? Yes, I would love that okay. more than anything. How about just one team from there, though? Just one team? Okay, we'll start with Pumford and Sons. And, you know, I really try to put myself in the, in the shoes of all three of these GMs to really try to see what they see. And so I wrote these resolutions like I am one of these guys. So for Pumford's, I said, I resolve to lead my fantasy team like I do my college team and my family. So I think Pummies is a, a, a great leader. Um, for his Oakland men's golf team. And he's a great father and a great man at home. And I think all those things that make him a great a great father and a great coach would make him a great fantasy manager. So he needs to really think about 
uh, who he is, what he wants to be known for outside of not following through on bets, because I know that's not who he is, and, and where he wants to go. And if he starts to bring his bear mentality to his actual fantasy team instead of, quite frankly, shooting from the hip, um, I think uh, I think he'd be, he'd be better served that way. Damn, that was deep. I got deep on his. Hashtag bear down. I mean, you're not wrong, but I doubt Russell Gage has anything to do with his personal life. <laughs> that's that's what I'm saying. I, no, I'm, I'm just saying he doesn't. He doesn't put the and, and it's rich. I know all the all three of these things are rich coming from me or your toilet bowl king here. No, I don't think uh, that at all. I was more of a dig in him. I thought your analysis was fine, but I no. think it's a it was a very creative way. I was not digging at you. I was digging at no. him. Okay, fine. <laughs> the defense rests. <laughs> so that's my Pumford and Sons, dude. Get hey, your stuff my, together. My fiber optics working. Throw a team at me, Bill. <laughs> Berg, I want to hear you talk about the Boy King. Ooh. Perfect. If we're going into 2021, the word for the Boy King is depth. Um, you saw this team make a, a, a about face when they decided to build around Christian McCaffrey. He got away from the draft, which had been his Achilles heel a little bit in the past with a couple busts along the way. But um, this upcoming offseason, it's important that he finds some depth so that he's not rolling. Like his wide receivers towards the end of the year that he was rolling out, I know he doesn't want to start Greg Ward. Um, and Anthony Miller is not like the David Montgomery prediction. So I think he needs to find some depth, and I think he will through the draft. Ter- Scary Terry um, was unbelievable, and so he needs to hit again like that. Yeah, I think we're a little spotty there, but uh, um, we're going to go on to the next, <laughs> <laughs> next kind of division here. We're going to keep rolling. We're going to go with it. Uh, State Street Bill um, – Take us through uh, Big Pines and his resolution for 2021. Big Pines, study up, study long. (laughs) You've got, you've invested yourself. You have draft picks. You've got a young team that look like they're kind of on the verge of competing. If he makes the right moves in this offseason with upcoming draft and pays attention to who he's drafting, Continues on with the likes of DK Metcalf. Hopefully less of uh, Nikhil Harris of the world. (laughs) He has a chance, I think, to be one of the upper echelon teams in the next two to three years. I think he's going to live and die by Josh Allen. He kind of did this year a little bit. I don't know. Is Antonio Gibson a flash in the fan? I don't think so. Mm. No, I think I, I like Antonio Gibson. I think that's a, that's a solid play for him. I mean, you're talking about somebody that has two first-round picks, Green Street Hooligans and Rovers first-round picks. So mm. he, has some, uh, he has some mojo. He's still rostering game. Dwayne Haskins. <laughs> I, you said one resolution, not five. I mean, we can keep going. <laughs> I think, uh, I think, no, I, he can't let him go. I think he's still in quarantine on his team, so. BK as much as I hate to ask this of you yeah. please tell me what tell me what praise you have for the Godfather I mean what resolutions you have for the Godfather <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, 
uh, I like to shed a lot of love on uh, the, the brother squad, and I think uh, there's not much to do, you know, not not too much to tinker with. But um, Jesus Christ! Oh my God, are you kidding me? Well, with a stud running back and David Montgomery, we all saw it coming. Um, <laughs> he's got something to build around. Brandon Ayuk, uh, a, a really up-and-coming young wide receiver. I think there are some areas in which this team can grow in. And I think um, if you kind of look up and down this roster, one resolution I would say is you certainly have to strengthen that quarterback position. And I think he's sitting at a low enough uh, rookie draft pick number that he could solidify um, one of those young rookie quarterbacks if he so chooses. And I think that may be the route that he needs to go. I know um, it's a somewhat rare to take a quarterback high in a rookie draft, but I think this is the, the time to do it with Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield not really panning out in Stafford, kind of on his last legs as a, a Detroit Lion um, possibly. So I think he really needs to take a look at that quarterback position and address it. Um, and if not, maybe trade down and, and get some draft picks. So that's just my resolution. Um, don't go too crazy there, but uh, I think you, you certainly strengthen your quarterback position there. Well, you heard it here first. The team that averaged 102.8 points per g- game last week doesn't have a lot to do with their squad going forward. You know, we, we like to live in the future, Bill, not in the past. So uh, let's let's move forward on to the next uh, division. And I think that goes to um, the Packer division. And we'll go to Dusty. Dusty, you, you talked about Pumford and Sons. I'll leave the floor open. Uh, Greenhouse or Cloud Nine Lives? Who would you like to talk about next? I'm going to start with Greenhouse. I never knew. Uh, or, or move on to him next. And what I would say if I were him is I resolved to be true to myself. I think that uh, for a while this season, I'll be honest, I think I don't remember if I said it on this podcast, if they were just inside conversations, but I felt like, Brian had kind of lucked into having the team that he had and he was a little stagnant, but, and then at the end of the year, he made those moves for, uh, for Nook and for Ridley. Um, And even then at the time I felt like maybe he felt pressured into making those moves, but like the more I think about it, the more I think he knows exactly what he's doing and uh, he didn't win it all this year, but I still think that, uh, He's got a deep team. He's got one of the few teams that can compete with Mally over the next two or three years. And so I would just tell him to, to continue to be himself. Who, who can he compete with? I, I, you cut out. He can compete with the best teams in the league. That's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I think back in the talents. What's I don't that? know what you just said, but I'm going to move on to uh, the State Street division. We're going to talk about the Green Street Hooligans. Uh, my resolution for the Hooligans. Um, you guys, I think he might need to find a mental coach, like a <laughs> sports psychologist. Because <laughs> we know how to build a team. He's a great GM. But I, th- I think winning when it counts, which is real rich coming from someone that has no ships to someone that has two, um, can't lose the last three games of the season to miss the playoffs. And I think just he's going to spend the offseason. He's going to study up. He, uh, he's ready to make the moves. But is he ready to win? I think uh, it, it makes sense that I, I, 
I have full confidence that he will. He'll right the ship. He will get the wins he needs next year. But I, I think that's where the focus lies in the offseason. Has he, has he won a championship in Phil 2.0 since he's returned? No. No. Okay. All right. Well, uh, maybe maybe the resolutions to move back to the four lateral namesake, which I thought was a great team name. Yeah, it was a great name. I wonder if he's forty five Jordan moving on to Washington Wizards Jordan though. <laughs> I think that's tough to say after the year he put together because he was he was probably comeback player of the league. Yeah, you're that's true. That's true. Fair he's just he's just crazy when there's space. Like I, I think he gets uncomfortable when there's not much going on, and so he fills it with salt and crazy takes, and then that's what he's known for. Very true. I'm just giving him a hard time. I loved what he did this year. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can win their last three to get into the playoffs. That's fine. It, it... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are gonna hope that my internet cuts out when I'm going over the Burn Boys resolutions. No, I no, I let's hear it. I'm hang on. Let me get my note, my pen and paper ready here. All right, ready. <laughs> I <laughs> I I think the resolution would be to do what Phil did three years ago, and I would drop as many players as you're legally allowed to and try and garner as many fourth and fifth round picks as you would because it'd be a better roster than you have currently. <laughs> Doesn't sound like a resolution, but I'll take it. <laughs> I <laughs> I absolutely love Cam Akers, and I think that he's your building block. And I love the move for Darren Waller in his prime. (laughs) (laughs) And I look forward to the next time you make a trade and immediately regret it and say that you're way better at (laughs) non-dynasty. Is your your internet strong? Because I'm still waiting for the resolution. I think I want the resolution to be a plan. I mean, you have so much put together in your real life. Like, can we get some sort of plan? Because this is going on about four or five years of you just throwing money away, and it's getting sad. I know. Was I talking to Pumford or was I talking to myself? I don't know. Like, seriously, you just need a plan because this league's <laughs> going to be better when, you, when you're good. I remember when you took over Biles' team and you were dominant. God, there's nothing better than a confident, dominant Dusty, and I miss that. I'm I'm Chief Dusty. I want it. I want it back. I, I, I want you out of the dumpster. I want you to make. I, I do. You have draft picks. I do. Do you have a first round pick? I have a first round pick. Yes. If you hit on a first round pick, that can turn your your whole trajectory around. Just need a little patience. Thank you, BK. Let's uh, bring this home. Tell us about Patrick Fiedler and the Pelicans. Yeah, you know, Patrick, uh, as, as a team that I think he puts in time, he puts in effort, and he really does his homework. So I always appreciate any move that he is making. But um, I do have some question marks and some certain concerns about 2021 for this roster. And I think what he, his resolution really needs to be is um, to pick a lane and, and stick with it. Is he going to be a, 
You know, is he going to go after and try and contend or is he going to hit the reset button um, and rebuild? And I, I, you know, kind of looking at this roster and as he's got aging quarterbacks, he's got hit or miss running backs. One, one big um, bonus for him is he's got Jonathan Taylor. But if you look just down, Mike Evans is is, um, doing, you know, scoring great as far as touchdowns, but that, it's probably not going to continue next year. CeeDee Lamb is a, a good pickup, but the rest of the guys on the team I'm really a little concerned about. So I, I think he's got to decide where he's going. And uh, if I were him, I, I might lean towards that rebuild, um, looking at the youth piece, kind of like what he went with CeeDee Lamb, but also looking at other older veterans turning those into younger pieces. So I think he has to pick a lane and stick to it. And if I were that GM, I might uh, choose a resolution to – just clean slate and rebuild. I like yeah, it. Get, get me to it. Get me back. I will say too, can we take a moment just to give Bill kudos because the props that he got for kind of moderating the pod and his smooth voice, it's just, it's an honor to be next to you here, Bill. <laughs> I almost just spit that out. That drink I was having just then. Um, <laughs> It's low, it's overwhelming and humbling, let me tell you. <laughs> Speaking of Bill, how about I give my uh, Cloud Nine Lives resolution? I'd Please love do. To hear it. And again, it's going to be rich coming from me. I wish we were on Google Meet so I could look you in the eye and tell you this. Because I love you that much. But I would resolve for you not to get caught up in the arms race and like have faith in yourself. Don't need to trade away James Robinson. I, and 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 that being said, with you, you know, winning your last three games to get in, like you had to scratch and claw. No pun intended. There, nine lives, but uh, you didn't really need to. You don't need. You traded away James Robinson for a second round pick. You you hope to hit a James Robinson with a second round pick. Trade away George Kittle and Cam Akers, and I get it. It's, it's kind of an arms race to stay up there with the Langs of the world, but. Uh, but believe in yourself and believe in, in the moves you make going into the season. And I think the rest takes care of itself. Hurts a little bit to hear that. Strikes so, strike so cleanly, but uh, I, I can't say I disagree. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take that. I got to reiterate with Doss too, you know, you, you're just trying to keep up with the Joneses, right? You're trying to get to Greenhouse, Big Pines, and, and Buffalo Burgs. It's it's not an easy feat, but uh, I, I like that resolution for sure. I, I, uh, I, will, I didn't ask you. <laughs> I will say the, the big question has to be who's going to take down Lang? Yeah. I, there's a level that only two people are on in this league right now but I, I i think it it could obviously change a lot can happen between now and next fall but there are two clear rosters at the moment yeah for sure is that all of them it's almost all of them let me uh i have one more okay. uh we have the rovers to talk about oh yeah and if if this division wasn't gonna factor in already because the big pines has two first rounders in green street and actually the rovers first the Rovers have four first-round picks and a second, an early second at that. And um, my resolution for him is to disregard the Johnny Manziel and the the 
Randy Moss of the world that he used to, or the Adrian Peterson past his prime that he used to focus on in rookie drafts. Do your work, clean up on this, and I think his trajectory looks even better than Phil's might. Yeah. Uh, just based on the potential you have with those four first round picks. And the second is the Rovers pick, which I think is the second overall pick. So, damn. Mm. He gets He's done it. He's done it right. I'm honestly. Is this a, given the weird year in college football, is, is this a great year to have all those picks, though, compared to a different year? Do you think it really matters? I don't. Uh... I don't think it matters in the end, but I also think you're getting some fresh guys like Jamar Chase and, and uh, Rondale Moore and a couple guys sat out the entire year. I don't know yeah, if that's a benefit. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I would die I to think, get in the I, first round. I want to get back in the first round bad right now. I think this could be 2021 NFL draft could be just as strong in the first round as 2020 was. The, mm-hmm. There's just that much talent. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you had guys last year you thought would go with Najee and ETN who stayed Chuba out. and Chuba. Yeah. Yep. I mean. Jealous. But uh, wow. that, that, that takes care of our resolutions for the year. Yeah, absolutely. I think we, we hit them all. And I think, you know. All the important ones. All the ones that really matter. And, and this is where you come for news and this is where you come for facts and the pod influences. So we'll see what kind of deals happen after this. The boys, we, we have uh, another great segment coming up. Let's get to a break and come right back. Catching blessings, police trying to catch me, ain't gonna catch me riding without my weapon. Panoramic roof off on that coupe, I look like George Jesson. Space Ghost, fitting all, got a gas mask when I make dope. I done seen a lot of OGs catch a table habit trying to taste dope. I just got another case smoke, call my lawyer, hit him with the pesos. Gotta cook a bird with a J stay, gotta play play for the yay yo. All right, fellas. So we have thought about 2021. We are looking to the future, just like Dynasty, the beautiful, beautiful Dynasty football. You know, there's always a, a new season, a new a new year, and it is a new year. And it's uh, Dusty is not introducing a new game, a game we've come to love. <laughs> I'm looking forward to playing Dusty. Roll us into Dusty's game. What do we got for our, ourselves today? Uh, our topic today for today's game was a hot topic all week. Um, it, it's going to be we're going to we're going to draft podcasts today. So we're not on Google Meet, so we can't do rock paper scissors. Uh, so we're going to go in order of age. Who's the youngest? Bill. That would, that would be so me. You, you get to pick the order, Bill. Okay, I'll uh, I'll go fourth. I want uh, Justin to go second. I want PK to go first and Burks to go third. Oh, God. Mm. Hang on. 
I'm going first. You guys are going to be very not impressed. <laughs> but I have I have to disclose, like, um, not really a podcast guy, so I'm going to do my best to Google while um, I try not to double double pick some different podcasts. And I have to start one on one with one that I know and have actually listened to and actually enjoy. Uh, and this was quite a while ago, so this is not recent by any means. And this could get a laugh, could get a chuckle, but I don't care. I'm going to go with cereal. Uh, <laughs> you know, Sarah Koenig just did it for me. The soothing, dulcet tones of Sarah Koenig um, as we, Brittany and I cruised when we had no kids, no uh, other responsibilities other than hitting the open road. And um, I got to say, cereal is number one for me. That was, that was a, a cultural phenomenon for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I only laugh at it because it's a little bit older, but I just, it's the only podcast that like, or it was the first one where I like stopped whatever I was doing and like listened like almost like an old time radio where it was like, that's all I focused on. Totally. When, uh, when I moved up here, when we moved up here, I was still in Atlanta for a little while as Lou lived with you. When I drove up from Atlanta, I listened to every episode of that because I'd never listened to it before. And so I listened to it straight through for 12 hours on the drive here. I was just going to say it's like one of the only podcasts for me anyway that like I treated almost like a TV show that I like. Yeah. So let me ask you guys this, like two questions. One, were you disappointed with the end? And two, do you think he's guilty or innocent? Oh, gosh. Like I I felt like, well, I I just felt like. I just felt like it was like building up and I wanted something to happen. And there wasn't, I mean, for better or worse, there just wasn't like any kind of resolution. So the last one or two apps were not like as cliffhangery as like the middle section. Right. Yeah. yeah I yeah. definitely agree with that. Like I was a little disappointed just cause there was no resolution in it, but um, my gut feeling just, just because he didn't outwardly say like, I am so innocent. He just, he never really mm-hmm. said that. So that to me just kind of was a red flag. So though I thought he was charismatic, I, I actually kind of, you know, almost like liked the dude, but I just deep down in my heart think he actually did it. So um, that's just me, mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah, I, I think he's guilty. At, yeah. In some form, he was guilty, whether he was like an accomplice or something. Yeah. I just don't know why. I don't either. I don't Young either. Love. You don't have the mind of a murderer. You wouldn't understand. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like 101 was a hit, just saying. I, that's for a lot. I think that's the, yeah, it's for a lot of uh, conversation. All right. Uh, I'm on the board, or I'm up, um, and uh, I'm going to take the podcast I've been listening to the longest. Uh, I started listening to them back in 2006, around the 2006 World Cup, when, or no, sorry, 2010. I think they were called off the ball at that time, but I'm going with uh, Men in Blazers with Roger Bennett and Michael Davies. I listened to it religiously. Um, these guys are just, they're hilarious. They've got, I really, really, when I was like in the height of my love for soccer, it was something I look forward to every week, but they also get into, um, you know, like things that are relevant culturally and politically and socially and uh, just it's really entertaining. I couldn't agree more, Dust. It's a great pick. I, um, uh... What's the, is it once a week and is it, or is it daily? What are they kicking out now? So it is, uh, well, it, if they're in season, it's once a week, but then they've also added like different, like Raj will do his own thing and have like, 
um, like his own special interviews or they'll do a mailbag that they call the bald. Um, they also do a TV show, which I, I've never really been able to get, get into. I don't think it translates to TV very well and they'll tell you the same thing, but it's good stuff. And, he, and I don't know, you kind of have to like soccer to listen to it, I think. Um, especially once they get into the soccer recaps, but they're just hilarious and very entertaining. I had no idea they were on in 2006. 2010, I think it was. 2010. But, okay. Yeah. Actually, the, the the way I found them was they was they used to it used to be off the ball off the off the ball um, blog or something like that, and they would just write just these hilarious posts about everyone's kits, and I just thought it was hilarious. Anyway, back in the day, Ben, you're on the board at one point oh one oh three one point oh three. 1.03, my internet's a little spotty, so you'll have to mind me. Um, I, I'm going to take this, I'm going to follow your lead on Men in Blazers Dust, and I'm going to go with like my personal favorite. I listen every single day to the Levitard show. Um, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. And, and, and here, people might roll their eyes or, or know Dan from being like the chachi guy that was on, part. you know, uh, what was that, Around the Horn? the Miami writer, but I'm telling you it, it's in the same vein as men in blazers because he's super smart. He is super liberal, like articulate. He is interesting and he's a great interviewer. And it's, it's what I want to model the admin pod after because it's, it's like almost a, it's a, it's a parody show of sports. They don't really hardly talk about sports, but it's just this great culture. And it reminds me of kind of our league and how they interact with each other. Cause there's this whole slew of characters and it's just, it's a good lesson of about 40 minutes each day. And he's not afraid to, he's also not afraid to ask like point blank, like uncomfortable questions either. For sure. Yeah. It's awesome. a guest. Yeah. <clears throat> Love it. I, uh, I can't believe I'm back to back here. Um, I mean, I can because I set it up, but I also am not sure what to play here. <laughs> uh, so off the top, I think I'm going to go in the same vein. The ones that I listen to the most, the ones I look forward to the most. Um, 104, I'm going to go with a college football podcast called Shutdown Fullcast. And um, so back when they were SB Nation, the crew of Shutdown Fullcast, um, started this podcast and uh it's kind of the same way as the levitard one i feel like sometimes i try to pull like ideas and the way they talk about college football to the way we talk about fantasy football and also the way they they run their show um but it's the it's hardly ever primarily about college football but it's like always about college football at the same time and it's Mm -hmm. just like the funniest show i listen to every week so i'm going with that at 104 and then this is really tough because there are a few that I really like that I know are going to be brought up, but I'm going to go with one I've been listening to a lot lately, which is Pod Save America. Oh, yeah. And uh, obviously very I don't know that one. moment, but one I've been listening to for the last couple of years. Uh, Hato kind of got me into this one back way back in the day. So um, one I really like listening to left-leaning political podcast. That's super good. Uh oh, uh, my internet's really bad, guys. It's just really bad. You're good. We gotcha. Um, I'm gonna go with it's a boring next pick, but it's also just become something that I probably ever since 
ever since Liz and I got together for sure, but I listen to the daily every day in the afternoon, just to kind of, I really respect the New York times. And I, I, I subscribe to their email uh, that gives you like in the morning, first thing it gives you the headlines and stuff. So I, I, mm-hmm. I lean on the New York times for my news and I just love Michael Barbero and I love his cadence and how he talks and, mm-hmm. and the different stories. So I'm going to go the daily. Alex has a subscription to the New York, the New York Times. I I should probably read it more. But you have a subscription? Really, yeah, Alex has it, but that's not what it, really I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is what kind of heathen listens to a podcast and anything more than like real time speed. I tried 1.5 after people were talking yesterday, and it made me insane. I'm 1.0 all day. I don't get it. What What's the rush? <laughs> Seriously. There's a lot of good content out of there. You can't get through it all without going fast. <laughs> it's like 20 minutes long. Anyway, I mean, teach their own. I'm not here to judge, I guess. Is Brian just so quiet because he's looking up a second pod? <laughs> yes. I'm quietly <laughs> just listening and uh, trying to sound like I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I love uh, the daily. That's why I didn't choose it because I knew you would. Am I up? No, no, no. Uh, with the with the two point oh three, the third third pick of the second round, I'm taking the the podcast that uh, that is the exact same as what we're doing here. It's where I got the idea. It's called All Fantasy Everything, um, and it's these three comedians and uh, one go- and one guest every week who's also typically a comedian, and uh, they just pick a random topic that they have a, a fantasy draft off of, and then but they're comedians and they're used to stand up and improv so they like go on all these different riffs and it's just really hilarious i've been listening to them for like that's the best are there any drafts where you're just like mad this isn't interesting or are they the type that can make anything interesting? so like i like like i really know like the i feel like you know like the the host personally and you know like you know all their little bits and stuff it's just and they're, they're freaking hilarious so so just quick question it's i know we're, we're in the middle of the draft it. too and um during our busy lives and stuff how do you guys find time to do this i know um bill your <laughs> drive's not terribly out. far like how how are you guys making this happen what like how are you listening um, so much to these things like how do you find the time are we talking yeah, about you. how do i listen to all these podcasts yeah oh no, we can. We, I, you were just. I, I heard you talking over each other. Yeah. <laughs> um, hey. you and Bergs. Oh, I can't even hear Ben. Oh, yeah. It was kind of funny. Oh, my bad. Um, I can't even hear him right now. I don't know. I feel like I listen a lot at night. Sometimes Lou will listen to one thing on her headphones. I must be another, so off on timing because you guys are talking other. about like prompts. Not always, not but sometimes. It's fiber optics. You wouldn't get it. Okay. Just find time. Yeah, here and yeah. there, we're doing work around the house. I can't hear. BK that's why we got one point five. Working out. I can hear you and Bill clearly. Gotcha. No, no, that's good. Ben, uh, what, what were you saying, Ben? BK's uh, ZenCaster is not even moving. Like it, like everyone else has, like the uh, talking lines. He's got can you hear BK them. talking or no? I I hear zero, Ben. I I can't hear him at all. <laughs> <laughs> If he said something, yeah, just, if you guys say plow, something, plow we're going to limp to the finish line. Okay.
It is on mine. Benz isn't moving on mine. Same Let's just keep rolling. I don't know. Uh, are we at? Are we at two oh four? Is this being? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. I think we're at the end of the second round, and then I'll, I'll round out or I'll start the third round for us. Um, I, I have to be fully yeah. transparent and honest. I have never heard this, but um, scrolling <laughs> through, I've I've heard of it. I've never actually listened to. I can't hear a uh, shit. I hear you two reacting guy, to it, but I'm I heard the Joe Rogan experience is kind of funny. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. What? I guess I'm not funny. Why, why is that not? Week. Uh, what happened? Oh no. no, no. Not Burns, did you hear? Did you hear his pick? <laughs> And I can go oh into more God. details as to why. I have All no I idea. All I say is like no, say, not after not last week. To it. Hey, okay, ben, ben, I'll give you three guesses. I'll give you three guesses. Oh, yes. shit. All right, I got three guesses? Based, based on our reactions, he said he's never listened to it. I, I, but he's heard it's good. <laughs> the Ben Shapiro show? <laughs> uh, is it Giuliani's? Damn it. Uh, what is it? It's very well known. Yes. It is. <laughs> Close. You're not far off. No, he didn't. <laughs> further, further away. Does Giuliani so have a broken. <laughs> Dude. That's so culturally uh, he, he chose the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> BK. I love that he also can't hear you guessing. Yeah, I, I have no idea what he was saying, but um, I uh, yeah, so I've heard it's funny, I, and I may have missed something in the news or what may have happened. But also another reason why I picked this is because, and Ben won't even hear this until he listens to the pod. So it's yeah, yeah hang on, Ben. It's actually perfect. Um. It, I, I vividly remember this day in college. Ben and I were just sitting in our rooms junior year um, at the Stoddard, the White House. Um, Dusty, I don't think you had ever visited. But anyways, tiny White House. Our rooms are right next to each other. And um, Ben just like screams at the top of his lungs. And I kind of walk into his room. I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, well, I just meandered onto Joe Rogan's website and just saw a dude chop I can't his believe he picked off. Joe Rogan. <laughs> yeah, well, there you go. Now you can imagine what his podcast is. I like. can only imagine, and that's why I picked it. I'm sure it's outlandish and ridiculous. Yeah, I'm sure there was something um, political or of, of some sort or something horrible on it. So, sorry I picked it, what but uh, I figured it might be uh, funny. So, my bad. Yeah. Um, going right along into the third round. He's pick. picking his what third round pick. pick, yeah. Third round, I'm going to go with one that I actually have Hello. listened to. Um, similar to Serial, it's, it does have that criminal aspect to me? it, and it's actually called Criminal. Um, <laughs> I think it's based on some true life stories, and it just kind of follows you know, different um, scenarios and cases and things such Rogan. as that. So um, something I've listened to, haven't listened to it in years, but um, have liked that one in the past. Good. Yes, yes, we were we never finish. Good pick. <laughs> he picked criminal, one that he's actually listened to. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, good pick, BK. I'm going to pick now. 
Okay. Save us all. Um, I'm not going to do Bill Dirty. I'm going to leave his on the board there, even though I, I do love that podcast, Bill. I'm not going to pick it, so you can. Yeah. No, no, I'm not, because I'm going to pick one that holds a special place in my heart. It's a murder, of course, a murder mystery podcast that mm-hmm. it's called Case File. It's this guy out in New Zealand. Um, no one actually knows who he is. He's like got a uh, mystery identity, but Alex and I listen to it every night in bed. And like, I don't even like, it just puts me to sleep. Like his voice is calming. We started, got into it when Alex was pregnant for Lucy. I always joked that Lucy was going to come out with a New Zealand. And what's it called? Cause we listen to it every night and she probably okay. heard it. Um, but I mean, really good. I don't like murder mystery stuff. stories, but the way he tells it is just relaxing and like, 75% of the time we, we make it about 10 minutes and fall asleep. Not that it's boring. It's just the time of night is kind of our routine now. So I'm thinking case file. Case file. He'll never guess. It's good. Check it out. All right. Well, I'm surprised it slipped to me this line because I know <laughs> that, Justin, you recently got into the right. Netflix show. What we're going to do, you love this. PK, I'm going to go song, pick, song Exploder because he you talk about good voices. I mean, he doesn't get much in the show, that. but yeah, that Rishi Kesh Irway, well. what a name. Ahead, um, but I, I find, too, that like um, I love the show and I, I, I used to cherry pick artists that I really like. But then, mm. you know, some of the more interesting ones choice. are maybe artists that I don't even know or, or like know much about. And then it's like an entry point into it. So I just think it's cool how they peel off the tracks and sometimes you'll hear Great just name. like the piano note or what the song was built around. And it's just an interesting it's an interesting insight into an artist's mind. And they're like 15 to 20 minutes. So it's so di- digestible. Yeah, I used to, I like it. Just I don't know why I'm, I'm really into like lyrics and why artists wrote. Stuff. Well, it just like, makes you think about the studio time different. because That's all those really instruments like, and every piece like, is probably like a different recording, different and then it's just layered on top of each other. Um, it's amazing. Good. It's amazing they have all the little clips of like mm-hmm. all the the different versions that they had, like on their yeah. phone and on this other. Yeah, that's interesting how, like, oh, dude, mm-hmm. again, all that, one, you could see that as something with, uh, to build a song. Billie Eilish, where, like, the, like, their, um, like, a big piece of it was just a song, or just a, re- a voice moment they had of, like, the the pedestrian crossing sign in, like, Amsterdam, whatever. That was crazy. Yeah. BK, do you know what he picked? Um, it sounds like it's had something to do with music and giving, given the fact that I listened to zero podcasts in 2020 and zero in 2021, I have zero idea, um, <laughs> doing my best Google search. Is it song exploder? It is. Good guess. Okay. All right. Good Googling. Yes, sir. All right, Bill, take us home. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, so I'm going to throw a bit of a curveball, and it, it's going to be left, uh, as a, free agent that's going to sign a contract the one you're thinking of um i'm going to go with my favorite golf podcast which is actually the shotgun start not no laying up not that i don't love no laying up wow uh it's tough for me because there are i listen to four golf podcasts um and but by far the one i like the best is a tri-weekly 45 minute uh you like it what better than no laying up they cover all the majors it's much in the same way as the ones we've talked about regarding football or levitard or uh, college football men and blazers that kind of thing but it's golf's version of that Hmm. and it's by far my favorite podcast for golf but uh american guy no laying up is 
great. It's not that I don't. I listen to that and I listen to the Trap Draw, which is their other podcast all the time every week. Um, it's just that I like this other one just a little better. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Damn. Are they American guys? Yeah, yeah, they're both American. I think those guys are like, they're like the men and blazers of golf. Worked at SP Nation as well with those guys that worked uh, with the shutdown full cast. So, bit of both. I love no laying up. Sometimes it gets a little bit too golfy for me. Like, it's like a little. No, I was just going to say, I love after majors, I will like actually watch them. And do they call it the clubhouse or what do they call it? Yeah, for real. Kill house, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I it would yeah. be my next pick if I. Um, um, let me do a quick recap, and then we can talk about good podcasts that might still be out there. Duh. All right, VK, uh, you, you went first. You picked Serial, one you've listened to. Joe Rogan Experience, the one you haven't listened to, but you Googled. And Criminal, one you have listened to. I, I, me, Justin, as you called me earlier, I picked Men and Blazers, All Fantasy, Everything, Case Files. Well, I. Bergs, you went third. You picked Lebertard Show, The Daily. I was just going to say, I think that this will be the first, like one of the drafts that's picked, highly criticized uh, because we all draft like specific to our uh, taste. Shut down full so we necessarily trying, trying to appeal to anyone else, but I think start. it's just it, I learned stuff about you guys when you picked well, your things. Just, I learned that BK table. might just, be a positive ever... <laughs> Go ahead, Berg. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Hey, what about Brent of the Year, though? I'm I want to get that off of my list of the defending Brent of the Year right now. So, I think I, I think that's an easy choice, actually. Pummies? It's got to be Pums, man. Yeah. Has yet to own up to the bet. You, I, I think uh, fantasy football karma struck gold this year with that. Totally. He, he was right. that. Close what's to making he, the playoffs. What's he I say? bet if he, he eats that butter popsicle, it's done with. Right. Pop it in, melt it, whatever you need to do. Just get it done. <laughs> have you have you guys, like, one-on-one talked to him why, why he hasn't done it? Such bullshit. No. I have not. I, I have. I, I won't share it. No. He, he, it's, it's, it's his own business. I won't get into another man's personal life. It's his own business. You can ask him on your own. I'm not going to add him on the podcast like this. Well, I know he's got a a terrible gag reflex. He couldn't even do a shot of free tequila or whatever it was in Montreal. That's more of a weak constitution than a gag reflex, you ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Hang on. I just, I just, I'm reading the news. I just saw that uh, China is going to have their first wedding on the moon. Shut up. See that? I swear to God. Gonna be out of this world. See you guys. <laughs> oh God, of course. Call your moms. We'll see you next week. Break me down. You got a lovely face. We're going to your place. And now you got to freak me out. Scream so loud. Getting fucking late. You want me to stay? Bitch, but you're so good I'm on top of it when I dream I'm doing you all night Stretches all down my back to keep me right on Hey, y'all crazy bitch But you're so good I'm on top of it when I dream I'm doing you all night Stretches all down my back to keep me right on